0: Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kalea Wassman. And
1: I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance and health, love, <laughs> We're
0: sailors life. over here, buddy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets excited when we're able to press the That's explicit like, button.
0: I remember that. That explicit button uh, on recordings that I... Oh, hi. Welcome to the Revelin Muse Podcast. It's Monday.
1: Happy Monday.
0: I'm excited about today because we have been immersed in this um, Wim Hof training and we have I can't believe this is working out this way. I know. Yeah, this blows me away. Melanie? very
1: serendipitous.
0: It's fantastic.
1: So let me tell you how cool the universe is. So a while back, maybe a couple of years ago, we ran into a guy and his wife at a restaurant and they had this, um, I think Bennett was a, a Pepper fan. I think he recognized you. Barrett? Yep. Barrett. And he had this, um, he was co-owner or co-founder of, is it Manda? Is that how you say it properly? Okay. It's an all organic, natural, high quality um, sunblock. I think it's 50 SPF if I'm not mistaken. And so I brought some in for our studio. So that happened. Cut to maybe um, a month ago or two months ago. I see Asad on Instagram holding it up because this is now his new favorite thing. And I said, wait a minute, how did you, how are you connected with that? And apparently Adrienne, his girlfriend, the sister got it for him for Christmas. So that was number two of the little serendipitous thing. Number three was I got a direct message from Urkel. That's all I know. Steve. (laughs) Steve. Yeah. And he said, hey, I heard you guys are doing the Wim Hof method. You have to follow my friend. So I followed you and it turns out you're a Wim Hof instructor. So we have here Reese Peluso joining us. We're going to interview him about all things Wim Hof method plus.
0: Yes. And, and before we get into that, his name is Steve Brown.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Okay. Steve Brown. Yeah,
0: Steve Brown. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So the world uh, constantly shrinking and it's really fun to watch.
1: Right. Because you were in a bachelor Bachelorette, bachelor party. With yeah, him bachelorette. Bachelor, it was a Ma- bachelorette Hulu. and
0: bachelor party. Yeah. yeah, we went both and.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Man.
1: Yeah. So anyway, the the world just keeps getting smaller and smaller, and we're really, really excited because I've been looking at your Instagram and your website and a little bit of back history here. Kaleo has been into the Wim Hof method for a really long time. He's studied all about him, and he loves being cold, which I don't, he loves cold showers. He loves plunging into the water in our cold Southern California ocean. And he's been doing this for months and months and, and saying, Hey, you should do this with me. And I'm resisting because I can't stand being cold. Here I am in my blanket.
0: <laughs> I actually found, I actually found Wim maybe like a year or two ago. But I never, I never did the actual training. Just more like the, oh, this is what this guy's doing. Let me try a couple of things. I want to see how it feels. And I kind of experimented and got my feet wet in that kind of sense. Where I didn't necessarily do the protocol that he has. Like, you know, doing the breathing, then taking the showers. I was just like, oh, I just want to try this just to see how it works. And came up with my own thing. And then after, after like getting really used to cold showers, especially when we went to Ireland... Uh, last last year, um, it was like, okay, Laura, right, I, I really want to learn this method now because I always do feel better after I do it, but let me hold this in a space where I can actually have some consistency with it and do the protocol and the training um, that he's kind of sussed out week for week and grow with it that way.
1: Yes, and now. I was resistant because of the cold. However, what I was drawn to is the breath work. So I used to be a free diver, and I, I would do these um, breath techniques that I was taught and we were able to hold our breath and dive and it was you know pretty beneficial there yeah. but also it's so similar to pranayama in the yoga tradition right. so then we got this course and now we are just we finished up week three and we're really excited to start week four so now let us introduce Rhys Peluso he is a Wim Hof instructor Hi, oh, Reese. Hi.
0: Thanks Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah. That is, That's after like doing only four weeks, I, I can, I understand like, wow. Three. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's some dedication. Three, yeah. Right. So how did you first hear of Wim Hof and the method and what got you interested in it?
2: Um, I first heard Wim on, you know, he's pretty big on the podcast scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd heard him on Ferris a while back and, you know, obviously thought it was cool and then kind of started seeing him pop up on some different surfers instagrams and then i heard him on the rich roll podcast and i actually know rich from some past work um and i can't remember exactly what it was but Wim just said something and i was like oh man i gotta look into this and at the time i was just really kind of searching for something other than surfing to kind of ground me and give me a practice like i mean my wife's a yoga teacher i do yoga but ever since having kids i kind of put all that aside and just didn't really focus mm-hmm. on myself or my body, um, and so I was just kind of really looking for something. And I went home and told my wife about Wim, and because I'd never really mentioned her, him to her, and she was like, "Oh, you should talk to Luke. He, a friend of ours, he does breath work, and he was just telling me about the Wim Hof method." And
0: I'm like, "Okay." I, and when was this? This was
2: um, about two years ago. Okay, and so. I called him up and I was like, "Hey man, like, I heard you do with the Wim Hof method." And he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, <laughs> "You want a life upgrade? Ooh, yeah. Let, let me come over that. and we'll do some breathing." And I'm like, Pff, "Okay, cool." So he came over like probably the next day, and we did one breath session, and I was just, "Whoa, this is it!" Like, "Yep, what what just happened?"
0: <laughs> yeah, that, and that breath high, right?
2: That you experienced. is
1: one breath session, thirty to forty.
2: Uh, no, that would be like one round. i mean, just like one. Yeah. Like one of your kind of 20 minute.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
2: Um, and, and he's versed in all different kinds of breath work. So, you know, he was kind of playing with some other things, but then we kind of did more of the whim style breathing. Mm -hmm. And then from there, uh, as he was leaving he's like oh here you can like have my login for my 10 week course and i was like okay so i did week one
0: <laughs> might not want to say that right now huh well,
2: <laughs> i ended up i ended up paying for it because i was like i gotta like you know what's 100 bucks or whatever exactly like, i gotta throw down like, right and, and I, I support the
0: cause right
2: after one week of doing it I'm i was hooked. like okay i'm in i'm in you right know? and awesome. so i i threw down did that and then from there like I just wanted to learn more, you know? I mean, there, it's just kind of like an endless rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I ended up, I saw Wim was coming into town. I actually couldn't go to his workshop. Um, so I signed up for another one, and it happened to be this guy, Casper Vandermeulen, who is actually, was like the biggest blessing in disguise. He's been like kind of my greatest teacher I've had in a long time and, and a great friend. Um, but he is he runs the academy the wim hof academy so Rad. he teaches the teachers right and he basically came in you know and and created the 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 training protocol mm-hmm. and um you know he's a young guy and i just really connected with him and did his workshop <clears throat> and i remember like standing next to the ice bath i hadn't done any ice baths at this point it was just cold showers and I remember standing at the edge of the ice bath and he's like, oh, this guy's looking for something, you know, and I was like, <laughs> you're, you're right, I am. Uh, and, uh, you know, so did that workshop and then from there I was like, hey man, like wh- how do I continue, you know, what's next? And he's like, oh, you can become an instructor. And I'm like, okay, well I have two kids, two jobs, like two businesses, like I don't know how I fit that in.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So about a month later he's like, um, Hits me up on email and says, "Hey, I'm doing this deep dive Poland thing. I thought you'd be interested." And I'm like, "Where do I sign up?" Right. Like, I didn't even didn't even have to think about it. So.
0: And how how long is the deep dive version?
2: Uh, it was six six days. Okay.
0: Um. Well, oh, yeah. that's that's a lot to cover in six days. Right. Right.
2: So, um, dove right into that. I went by myself, which was kind of getting outside of my comfort zone in general. Like my wife always makes fun of me. Because if you know I ever have any time alone, I'm normally call someone and go somewhere and do something I just don't and I don't really travel alone, so that in itself was kind of getting out of the comfort zone and and really it just ended up being kind of the most transformational experience of my life.
0: awesome wow
2: um, and then you know, from there, just kept going down the rabbit hole and became an instructor and now I'm Teaching these awesome tools to other people, which for me is kind of the greatest gift that I could give, because it's like I said, it's changed my life. It's it's health.
0: I mean, that's the greatest thing we could ever give any of any ourselves.
2: Right. So, what
1: are some benefits that you've experienced since you've dove into this program?
2: Um, Well, I think number one is like just dealing with stress in a new way. Um, You know, through the breath work and through going in the ice or the cold you're putting your body in a stressful situation in a very controlled environment like you know through breathing if you get overly stressed all you got to do is slow your breathing down or like go back to your normal breathing Mm -hmm. you know the ice bath you go into the ice you're immediately confronted with the fight or flight you know response it's like holy shit get me out of here right your mind is telling you and making up every excuse to get out and then you kind of use your mind to say, no, like I can deal with this. And then, you know, after about 30, 40 seconds, your body kind of adjusts and boom, you kind of get to this zone where it's calming yourself. Down. Everything's
0: gonna be okay right. vibe. Like I, I'm finding so much peace in actually surrendering Right. At this moment. I like that. Totally. Peace
1: and surrender. I'm still at the, my mind is looking for every way
0: out. <laughs> right.
1: I am. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, a, it's hard. And for most people, it's the hardest part. And like, it's funny. Cause mm-hmm. you know, like you look at kind of the Wim Hof in general and it's like a bunch of dudes, you know? And mm-hmm. I think there's this kind of macho thing about the cold and women have a harder time with the cold. It's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Like, um, so keep with it. And yeah. you know, it's really it's it's a mental all thing. mental. Yeah. It's so mental. Mm-hmm. Your body can handle it. <laughs> like right. think of you know cavemen or whatever thousands of years ago and they didn't have any clothes or air condition or heaters in their house or anything, you know, and they their our bodies have adapted away from using these mechanisms that were were that are built in, you know, mm-hmm. and and through training you grow you readapt because it's ancient wisdom
0: yeah it's ancient wisdom again and all of those facts of like you know i've i've read so many um great great studies about exposure exposing your skin to different you know elements it's so healthy for you yeah like just because on an evolutionary basis of how we've got here and when we forget that then we we make ourselves way more prone to illnesses or sicknesses there's definitely i mean i read something that um you know, soap is a killer, and so I, ha- I I seriously only use soap in the shower maybe twice a week, yeah. and just allow uh, the microbiome on my skin to like take over do again and yeah. do its thing, and allow the body. You're right; it's so intelligent if you get out of the way.
2: Yeah, and we we live in the comfort zone, and by being comfortable all the time, mm-hmm. we we've I mean, disease is prevalent among everyone, right? You know? And and we're we're not doing anything to really push ourselves, you know, so by doing some breath work and going in the cold for a couple minutes, like if that's going to improve my health and that's all I got to do, like right. I can do that. You Instead know?
0: of take this pill, you can actually do something else. It's right. like, yeah, not only is it free, but it's kind of fun if you let it be.
2: And well, that's and that- part of it. I think that's a major thing that people kind of lose track of. And I tell people all the time, like when they're getting in the ice, like smile, you yeah. know, this is fun. Yeah. Like don't make it torture it's not you're first of all you made the choice to get in right yeah and then you know you may as well have it i always tell everyone one of my friends um so i have this group that comes over to my house on sundays and you guys are more than welcome to come now that i know you're involved in this whole thing but he uh he it's funny i watched him and he got in and he he was just like You know, once he got to that kind of calm place, he started like splashing water at my daughter and just having fun. And next thing you know, it was like five and a half minutes. And I'm like, yo, bro, you've been in the ice bath for like five minutes. You know that? And he's like, whoa, no. You know? Right. Wow. wow. So, you know, you just like let go and have fun and make it fun. And that's one of the things we did in Poland, you know, it was like, You're outside dancing around in the snow with no shoes and no shirt on and rolling around. Yeah, go back to the dive.
0: Go back to the dive. So you got six days to do this immersion, basically.
2: So, you know, basically I'll give you kind of the gist of a day. First thing, wake up in the morning. You know, you kind of always do your breathing before you eat food Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, then you kind of go into digest mode. So we do an hour of breathing, like in this dungeon kind of basement cave thing. Um, it's actually at a nice hotel. So it's like, I don't know, I make it sound like way a cave.
1: worse than a cave, it was. But yes. it's just like a dark room.
2: And, you know, you kind of blast off to Mars. And right. um, so we do an hour of breathing. And then we would normally go, there's like a, like kind of like a little, I don't know, river and mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen the one in the vice documentary, the, with the cascade. I so have. that's about a 15 minute walk from, from where you stay. So, you know, we'd go there, get in the water and we'd come back and do all sorts of different activities from, you know, juggling in the snow to rolling around in the snow and whatever, all sorts of weird stuff.
0: And um, what was it? What was the temp when you were there?
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, it really kind of fluctuated. Um,
0: But we're talking snow. So we're talking cold. cold, (laughs) Really
2: cold. I mean, the water's, you know, below below freezing because it's running water and snow melt. um, (laughs) Jeez. uh, Get ready, babe. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And uh, so we do that and then um, go through the science because, you know, one of the cool things that I really connected with Wim is, you know, he, like, he wants everything proven by science because that's the only way people I will listen, that. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 then going with Casper, who is he was a science teacher and he taught high school science, and his ability to kind of like take all these studies and all this stuff and then really tell you in a simple way um, was super impactful and just kind of makes you like you know you go and like Wim always says uh, feeling is understanding. Well, it totally is. You can do the breathing and feel it immediately. Mm -hmm. And then you see like these graphs and charts and diagrams and you're like, holy crap, that's happening to me. Like that's what's going on. And it's just like kind of brings it all together. So we did a lot of science. Um, and then kind of the, the climax of the whole trip is you, you know, you do a couple mountain hikes. So you do two hikes.
0: Um, are these all barefoot hikes? No,
2: you do with your boots on just in shorts, no shirt. Um, the first hike is kind of more of a, a gradual. It's a little bit longer, more gradual. And then the second hike is the one that you see in the in the Weiss documentary, uh, Mount Schnetzka, which is kind of the. the what's pinnacle. the altitude? Um, what's I think Schnetzka is like around 1,700 meters. So I don't know what that translates to. It's
1: about 45, about 5,000, almost a mile high. That's, yeah. a, that's a lot on your body just in itself. And with the, the
2: cold. All right. The first time. I went. It was minus fifteen Celsius at the top, and then this past time I went. It was a because um, I've been twice now. Um, it was kind of more humid. It was actually really weird, but it was like fifty mile an hour winds.
0: Whoa. It was like
2: ripping wind, and we kind of had like an awesome group. And you know, it was like, okay, does anyone, does everyone still want to go? Like, you never, you're never gonna like push the group, but everyone was like, let's do it. So. You know, we, we summited. And then actually the 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 first hike that we did last time, the first time I went was like complete white out. You couldn't really see, it was just super gray. It wasn't like ultra cold, but it was just, you couldn't see and we got to the top and it was like, okay, we're here. And it's like white and you just don't see anything. Right. And then this time when I went, it was super clear and actually Casper, he's done it what, 25, 30 times. And it was the first time he's ever had a view and it was epic wow. view, but like, frigid cold wow it was well yeah and it you're was, just in shorts right it was minus 13 fahrenheit
1: oh my
0: god oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so so when you're out here in the in this exposure yeah are you utilizing the breath technique as well um i mean
2: not you're not doing like the wim hof style breathing you are using your breath like you're focused on your breath like that's what's keeping you going right you know. so like it's
1: mostly mindset
2: right it's yeah, most point. mindset at that point and and you know kind of how i do it is you know i'll do like a certain amount of steps inhale a certain mm-hmm. amount of steps exhale and then just kind of go with that and wow. then you kind of get, get a in time. the mode right yeah. and this is so
0: next level and then i'm so happy yeah. about this
2: and then <laughs> there's some techniques that you can do to kind of power yourself up. You know, if you feel like, Oh, I'm dragging or I need more energy, you know, do some faster breathing, get some more oxygen. Um, and then, you know, there's a couple of, couple other little tricks that you can kind of do to warm yourself up or get that extra oxygen that you need. Wow. So
1: what is some of the science behind it? Some of the signs oh. that you've
0: seen. <laughs> well, yeah. For, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, do they like put like uh, electrodes on you? Like how do they test? I, I know that's what they do with meditation. That's why mm-hmm. they'll have people sit in meditation. They'll like hook them up to some kind of like, you know, yeah, some kind of readout machines like, Oh yeah. Okay. So the meditation is actually activating this part of the brain or whatnot. So is that well, sim- you, similar?
2: Yeah. I mean, you can take, you can use an oximeter, which is like a little device you put on your finger okay. and it measures your heart rate. And then, um, your oxygen level. Right. So, okay. you know, basically through doing like, we call it super ventilation because hyperventilation just has such a negative kind of connotation to mm-hmm. it. So super ventilation, you do this breathing, you basically are, you know, oxygenating your body, mm-hmm. but you know, we're already at like 98% oxygen level. Right. So you can't go much higher, but I guess the real question is how much oxygen is our, is our tissues holding? You oh, know? Okay. So, that's probably why you can hold your breath
0: a lot longer
2: too, because your tissue is holding oxygen. So, but the thing is, is you're blowing off a lot of CO2. So your CO2 levels go dip down, like really far down. So, you know, most people don't realize the urge to breathe is actually a buildup of CO2. It's not a lack of oxygen. Hmm. So as you're... As your body starts to use oxygen and it starts to dip and then co2 starts to rise then you get that urge to breathe but if you look at it on a chart it's actually really cool your oxygen level can dip down so low almost to well to point that if you told the doctor they'd be like oh you're dead wow so you're you're you can really drop your your oxygen level really low before that co2 gets to the point where you actually need to breathe so
1: so it's more of a ratio between the oxygen oxygen and co2 so if you do the breath work properly and you're able to release more co2 then that's when you can hold your breath longer
2: right and yeah. and so you're and you're also kind of training yourself to be able to deal with having higher levels of co2 in your body interesting you know like athletes go up to altitude to to train right and you can actually kind of use this breath technique to get yourself similar benefit similar similar right. you know high effect, altitude training right mm-hmm. by laying here on your floor in oceanside right <laughs>
0: So I, I like that floor yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well I was really so I'm like I said I'm I'm struggling with the cold right and I actually broke down I didn't tell you this but I, I have it in here in my notes I broke down on my first I think it was the first of week three when I had to do a minute yeah cold start with a cold shower and do mm. that for a minute. It's cold here in Oceanside. Right. Our house is cold. Yeah. I mean, you can feel Babe, it. We just
0: got done talking about Poland.
1: I, for <laughs> me, right? I'm I'm baby steps. Yeah. You were surprised that I even wanted to do this. This was my idea. Yeah. Like, let's do this. Yeah. So I actually that first minute I got in everything was freezing in the house. I knew that I didn't have any time throughout my day to do it except for that moment. Right. So I did the whole process and I cried. Mm. I was I was angry, I was pissed off. Yeah. The cold made me so pissed off. And I actually shed a, a couple of tears and then I had to like use my mind to go, shut the fuck up, yeah. come on, you can do this. So then by the time it got to that next, or not minute, the warm shower, which was really long, that's when I wash my hair and everything, and I kind of talked myself into this next minute. Yeah. But you're right; it's all mental. Right. And I'm I'm really struggling with um, knowing that the ice bath is coming up. The <laughs> breath work, I got that. The retention, I I got that. The push ups and the the activities, I got that. But it's this mental thing that I'm really. Um, hesitant on for some reason. However, we have been studying uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, reading his books. This one particular book, "The Biology of Belief," mm. meaning you can change your DNA structure by your thought process 100%. and going back to your childhood or even before you were born, and just changing your your view. And
0: right, which sounds woo woo, but he actually is coming from a place of quantum physics, and I mean, it's yeah. it's which just like exactly. okay, this is true. So this yeah. is where
1: I got to pick myself up by my big girl pants and be like, okay, well, I believe in all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for me to apply it.
0: Totally. Oh, yeah, which is a, and, and you know, it's, a, it's a really nice story that you shared. And, um, <laughs> it is, it is. But Thanks. one, one problem is that we get really, really, uh, judgmental and, and difficult with ourselves. We get really hard on ourselves, mm-hmm. but, um, this is a reason why I'm really enjoying this program is because it is baby stepping the whole way through and every week does have like a a new protocol and a new adventure. Yeah. And you know, it's, and I think especially we're just so programmed to be thinking that we need to be an expert upon, uh, arriving. Yeah. And
1: I was getting upset with myself (laughs) for being so attached to my comfort right? I didn't want to take a cold shower in the cold. I was being a big baby about it. I was so attached to starting with the warm and then going into the cold. So it's really been an emotional journey for me. And, and this is where I think I'm really going to grow from it is that mental part of it. Well, what was the, what was
0: the quote from Wim about, um, the feeling feeling is understanding Feeling, mm. feeling is understanding. Yeah. It's a great, I'm writing that down right now, actually. That'll be in our show notes too. That's a good one. So yeah. feeling
1: the ice cold is understanding that I don't like
0: it. No, but kidding. no, but feeling your breakdown is understanding yes. of your attachment.
1: Yeah. That I, you, I was questioning everything. Why are exactly. we doing this? This is ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the cold is like a mirror for life, you know, it's like mm. brings out everything.
1: Yeah, it so. did. It did
2: nicely yeah. said. I like as, that. I use it as a tool. Like, what's going on today? Okay, let's get in the ice and figure it out.
1: <laughs> Interesting. So, do you have an ice bath at your, at your yeah, home? Yeah, I have a. Um, I've seen photos of it.
2: Yeah, so basically, I have like a chest freezer. Um, you know, kind of like a big. I don't know, you would store meat or something. Mm-hmm. You go yep. on a big hunt and put right. it in your garage. Big igloo or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I just, I kind of modified it. I sealed it, sealed all the seams and then fill it with water and plug it in. And, you know, it, there we are. It gets cold. Oh, it's right. So real, you don't actually cold.
1: put ice in it? No, no so ice it's in it. just a freezer. It, okay. And
2: it like a big block of ice forms along the side on the, on the frozen okay. part. And then after I unplug it in about 15 minutes, that breaks off. And then I just, break it up, and it looks really cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you, what's your longest that you've done an ice bath? Because cold, Um, wet cold is different than
0: dry cold. Right, and then what is the temp, uh, have you checked the temperature of this this bath? Yeah,
2: it's normally about 34-ish. Okay. I don't really like to say my longest ice bath because it's not really about how long you do your That's ice bath. Right. Like, you know, it's like pretty much after 90 seconds to two minutes, you've got all the benefits. So mm-hmm. like you don't really need to stay in any bit longer, you know, but I mean, I've done 10 minutes and wow. it. The, the thing about it is, it, the the amount of time that it takes you to recover after that is a really long time, so it's mm-hmm. like not really worth it, you know. Right. I'd rather go two minutes and have to recover, whoops, for five minutes, than do it for ten minutes and have to recover for forty-five minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what is the recovery
1: like?
0: Um. An ice and yeah, what does it entail? Yeah. It entails normally.
2: Um, like horse stance, which is basically like an athletic stance, right? You're kind of in a squat and then we do this kind of like Tai Chi looking movement. I'm sure you've seen, you know, in the videos. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's basically just kind of doing that until you get warm, you know? And, and so really the thing about it is there's a thing called after drop. And basically when you get in cold, All the, all the warm blood from your extremities and, and your kind of like outer layer all goes into your core because Mm -hmm. it's better to rushes to the organs, right? It's better to lose a finger than it is to lose a heart. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So your body, that's natural mechanism to protect itself. Vasoconstriction, everything constricts, pushes all the blood to the core. And then when you get out all after drop is when the cold blood from your extremities starts mixing with the warm blood in your core and then you get really cold and it feels like you're going to get hypothermia and die.
0: Okay. In reality,
2: it's just going to be about 20 to 30 minutes of being really cold and uncomfortable. And then you'll kind of go back to normal. So by doing this horse stance, Mm -hmm. you are kind of slowing that process down. And then you're also doing, um, brown fat activation. So I'm sure you've heard about brown fat, you know, essentially it's a hyper concentration of mitochondria. It's uh, mitochondria, what produce energy in our bodies. And over time we've adapted out, this is one of those adaptation things that happens by going in the cold. We've adapted out of having brown fat. Because we have sweatshirts and temperature controlled rooms and this right. and that. And, you know, babies have it. That's why you can put a baby in a crib with just whatever, no blanket on. And then they're warm and they don't, you know, they sleep through the night. Because they have this brown fat. And brown fat actually metabolizes white fat, which is the fat we're trying to get rid of. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually by going in the cold, you could lose weight. I, when I went to Poland, I'm like a skinny guy. I lost eight pounds. Wow. Wow. And I was eating three meals a day, like two to three plates per meal. Like I was just (laughs) crushing food. Like I never have in my life. Interesting. So, um, you know, it gets the metabolism going. So, you know, through doing cold exposure and then through brown fat activation, which is basically like flexing the muscles or even shivering activates brown fat. So that's part of it too, is, you know, through the, through the, um, the Tai Chi kind of movements, I kind of, almost push like have I, I have like resistance against my hand so I'm like flexing my back because it grows along your shoulder blades and down your spine and kind of near your kidneys.
0: So it's a lot of visual work too when you're in so this. So much visualization. Right, yeah, and you're I've, just moving and pushing. I'm things. visualizing right.
2: this warm blood going back into my hands, going back into the cold places of my body. Same with even doing the breath work. Like if I have kind of maybe my back's hurting or something I'm visualizing my breath going there and pushing the oxygen into that area uh-huh. Uh-huh. Love that um
1: idea.
2: but yeah so much so much visualization and and I've had times where like I come out and my hands are like hurt you know and they're so cold and then I just like I'm just sending the vibes to my hands right and boom within a minute my hands are red and warm and i'm good to go
0: the power of visual, like, visualization yeah this is very bruce lipton yeah yeah same the, stuff yeah, exactly. yeah your mind is yeah.
2: it can heal so many things and and that's what's cool about Wim is like you know he his he's got a powerful mind like right. the guy can go climb everest you know in his shorts and he can swim under the ice and
0: you know, for well, he record. was doing this before he was even Wim Hof. Right, he was like out in nature doing all these things, testing his theories, he figured and it all out exactly. You know? I mean, he's ta-
2: he's taken from all different kind of modalities and stuff, and and put it into his protocol, but. Yeah. I mean, he, he just went out and figured it out and, and, you know,
1: and then proved it
2: and then proved it. Mm -hmm. yeah, And and really doing all this crazy stuff was his way of getting people's attention. Yeah. You know, finally some doctors said, Whoa, what's this guy doing? Right. Let's study him. And then boom, there he goes. He has his first, you know, studies that have been done and now it's just snowballing.
0: Exactly. And this Mm -hmm. is the best thing for me about, social media and internet it's actually able to push this out and it gives people i would say hope and opportunity to figure out what they can do for um preventative health care yeah in the sense that mm-hmm. kind of power is incredible for me to know that people can attain that if they're looking
2: mm-hmm. yeah i mean during kind of the the last part of the the um instructor training you know Wim was there for about five days and he was actually really chill and mellow i think he was just he's like, like <laughs> he was just on his you know big kind of u.s tour and it was on the very end of that he just had a kid and you know he was just real chill and so you know everyone got a good opportunity to kind of just hang out with him and you know he's just like we're all x-men you know we're all super great right. we're all superheroes right. we just yeah. don't know how to tap into it mm-hmm. and you know we have the ability to heal ourselves and we just kind of need someone to show the way and you know here he is showing the way and you know i'm blessed to kind of be part of the family and and sharing that as well, because it's, it's awesome stuff. And it's kind of an endless rabbit hole. I mean, you know, the Wim Hof method is just one, one way. And, and, you know, there's so many other breath techniques and, and even there's more advanced stuff that Wim does that, you know, that's his kind of more advanced breath protocol is what they did, you know, in the endotoxin study where they, and got injected with e coli and i'm sure you've heard about mm-hmm. that we've yeah so you know there's there's more yeah and it's just like and and you were saying X-Men. yeah and you were i forget what you were just saying but something about kind of learning and and never not learning and you know as everyone's sharing at this thing like Wim is probably the guy who's sitting there the most like focused on what you're saying because he's learning right mm-hmm. you know he's constantly like Finding new information and, and, you know, all these new studies are coming out and all this stuff is going on. And, you know, he's just soaking it all in. And how can he kind of project that out, you know, into the world? so
0: But well, it's so much more refreshing than, um, no, I know it all. This is the way. That's it.
1: Yeah. Here's my course. Right. Yeah.
0: No, no. it's And like, he says
1: that in the course, too. He's in the videos. He's like, you know, leave comments. I like to learn from you. you right. Know, let's have a yep. conversation. Totally. I really like that about him. But I like the the, what is the X-Men? Yeah. that's beautiful, right? We are more powerful than we think we are. We need to show, be shown the way and we need to step outside, out of our own way. Because right. I teach that in yoga all the time, right? Your mind is so powerful. What are you creating? And then here I am having a breakdown because I have to take a cold shower. Right. So I'm, I'm really excited to shift that mindset and, and step into that power that the brain has. And again,
0: we've, has. we've been taught to forget what yeah. we really are. You know, we get
1: complacent in our, in our comfort yeah. and we
2: live in so many false paradigms. It's like, you know, you tell your kids, Oh, go out. If you're going outside, you need to put your jacket on because yes. you're going to get sick. That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I tell my kids go outside without your jacket and your yes. shoes and, and eat your... some dirt. Make sure yeah. it's, yeah. make sure it's yeah. clean dirt, but go eat some totally. dirt. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's right. like you're, you're letting your body do its thing by going out in the cold and yep. you know go walk around without your shoes on. You get kind of grounded and, you know, you stimulate all the stuff in your feet, you know, and that's one thing that I love to do with with my groups is, you know, just kind of doing things to stimulate our feet because that's normally the hardest part when people go into the ice bath are your hands and your feet because we got shoes and socks on all day. We don't don't stimulate our feet. Same with our hands. You know, we're scrolling on phones and typing on on our keyboard. You know, we're not actually using – those parts of our bodies the way they're meant to be used. So, you know, just by kind of even just taking a ball and rolling it on your hands and your feet, like that helps. And I've had people tell me like, oh my God, I can't believe how the difference of my, how my feet feel in the ice bath compared to when, before we were doing that, you know?
0: Oh yeah. In Hawaii so, too, growing up there for us was, it, shoes were was optional. Shoes. Yeah. yeah, you just yeah, ran up. Yeah shoes, yeah, shoes were optional. They were actually just slippers optional. Right. And you would run around everywhere and do your thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I used to hike out to Kalao with barefoot. Yeah. For, right, that's right. That was my favorite thing to do.
0: Bare, yeah, barefoot yeah. hiking, especially on the big island, is it's just so rewarding. Yeah. And um, that's right. You lived in Kauai for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, okay, so you said the hands and feet are usually the most challenging. I find when I go jump in the ocean, mm. it's my abdomen. Mm. That's the part that I can walk in up to my knees, up to my butt, and then the part where I need to put my belly in is really, that's the hardest part. Hmm. I don't know why I can go on my back, but my abdomen is the coldest. Do you have any idea why that would be?
2: I don't know. (laughs) Just a weird. Yeah, everyone's (laughs) body (laughs) is a little bit different. I have a lot of those. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. So okay. So coming back to the breath work a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: um, You. I also saw on your Instagram Mm. a really beautiful story about this book that you just read, and it's called "Shit the Moon Says."
2: shit the moon said said,
1: by gerard powell yeah and what fascinated me so the book is his journey with um ayahuasca or plant medicine Right. right a plant journey but you said something about how um our troubles are usually brought back to when we're a child because the soul and the self are separated right and to come back to that correct me if i'm wrong but it was something about if to come back to that you can use plant medicine or breathing right and that right there really tied into yoga for me with the pranayama breath. Mm. So pranayama breath, which I've studied, you know, through my yoga practice and then the Wim Hof breathing, which I just find profound. Mm-hmm. How do you tell me a little bit more about that, about the book that you read in the, the breathing and how the Wim Hof breathing can help with that as well.
2: Um, so, yeah, I mean, the book is, is like you said, it's just kind of his account of, enlightenment, or I don't know if you want to call it enlightenment, but awakening. Personal awakening, yeah. Yeah, Um, and for me, the book was just, like, I I don't know, in the past, like, two years, I've just kind of gone on this transformational journey in my life and haven't, like, I've been feeling all this stuff and haven't really been able to put my finger on how to express it, like, Mm -hmm. through words, and I feel like he just so eloquently said everything that I've been feeling, so... It was just really a, a great read for me. I mean, I read it in like an hour and a half, the whole book, I just oh, like wow. blasted through it. All.
0: Right, you're like, I know everything you're saying. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was like
2: bawling, crying after reading it. Right. Um, but um, I guess getting to your question about the breath is, you know, we're just, uh, it just takes us deep into our physiology and it really kind of unlocks a lot of stuff that's stuck or, um, you know, just kind of moves things around you know it's mm-hmm. it's, it's I just completely believe that. yeah you, the energy that moves around and it just kind of like stirs the pot and starts peeling away layers the onion you know for me when i the first time i went to poland i had a couple breathing experiences where i just like would start crying for no reason mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. a half an hour like bawling crying
0: the feeling of release just release
2: and and not really kind of understanding exactly what that was and then it's funny because the very last day you know you're supposed to go climb mount schnitzka and it's like the pinnacle of the trip and that whole night I like didn't sleep. I was like sick and I felt terrible. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I've just been like doing all this awesome stuff for my body. How am I, why am I feeling surging? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I, I woke up in the morning and I asked Casper, I said, dude, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, man, you're just like detoxing. And Mm -hmm. he's like, I'm like, what do I do? Like, I want to go on this hike. And he's like, just breathe slow and just listen to your body and take your time. And don't like go crazy on breathing, you know? So about like, I don't know. 30 minutes into our morning breathing and I just like felt like this more release of crying Okay. and then all of a sudden it just I like got super hot and like was just like started but broke out in this nasty sweat and like I literally smelled it was gross right and I like ha- after I had to go take a shower cause right I, yeah. but then all of a sudden it was just like boom hit with like pure bliss and love and like I just saw my family and my all these great things in my life and for me, that's kind of where, where in the book um, he talks about, you know, you as a kid, I mean, I, I can't speak exactly how he says it, but basically as a kid, you separate from your soul in order to kind of protect yourself. You know, mm-hmm. something happens and you want to protect yourself. I still don't know what that moment was, but I know that, like, I've got my soul back I because I reconnected and, you know, he talks about it's just like love and and. Now everywhere I look, I'm just like confronted with love. This is so
0: beautiful to listen to. This is so incredible. I honestly, truly that just resonates with me so much at this moment. I completely agree because there is so much more to us. We are so vast. Yeah. We are so big. It's hard to even imagine how big we are right. and then and then yeah, we make ourselves small. There's so coping we can mechanisms that yeah. we don't even realize on
1: such a deep psyche that right. we have no idea. Yeah.
0: Wow.
2: So, yeah, and then um, you know, and then doing a plant journey like I feel like People have all these like deep, crazy experiences and it's just like gnarly stuff and they're purging or whatever. And mine was like, again, bliss and love. And I just.
0: Well, you're able to, it sounds like you were able to purge that in Poland. Right. Then when you got here, you had a much, uh, I'd say a a bigger head start Totally. on what else needed to to drop away from you. So you could find that true source self that you are. Yeah. Right. So congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, It's oh. been it's been a crazy past couple of years, and just after finding you know the Wim Hof method, and then just kind of following that path, and then you know just getting opened up to myself.
0: Right, and know. then and then for our listeners too, the plant journey that we're talking about, this specific one, is the ayahuasca journey that you took. Right. And um, let's go into that just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, you. well, you told me something that I've never heard before. And, you know, I've got a lot of friends, especially in my industry, that um, they're always on the, the edge of expanding their mind and their craft and their art. Right. But I've never heard of this, the diet yeah. that you were recommended to go on before your ayahuasca journey. Right. Can you explain that real quick?
2: Yeah. So, basically, uh, the dieta is... Um, it's kind of like preparation, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of things that we eat that kind of inhibit the ayahuasca from actually doing its magic.
0: Like more other plants, more plant-based kind of diet. It's diets.
2: pretty much a plant-based diet, no meat, right. no, um, no dairy, no oil, no salt. Um, there's a bunch of other things like right. to eat, and not to eat. And it's funny because I went on my second Poland trip and I came back and I like, went straight into the dieta and like eating in Poland, you're just eating meat and cheese and right. You know, it's like
0: pierogies. Yeah. Right. So,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
2: you know, for me, I like, and no alcohol, no right. smoking, no every anything. Yeah. All gone, so, all gone. So I just went real hard into it and, and I've maintained actually even after, like, <sighs> I don't think I'll eat meat ever again.
0: Awesome. I mean, awesome. I just don't, It's yeah. If it's not calling you, don't do it. And I feel
2: like grandmother kind of told me in my journey, like no, you know. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) Interesting.
2: Um, And uh, so yeah, it's just kind of like cleansing yourself out to then be able to have the the medicine do its thing. And
0: and And, and when you take the medicine, uh, you're you're with a group. And how long does the medicine actually take to to act upon this purge? Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, the guy sitting next to me was was throwing up in 15 minutes interesting but I didn't really like I mean I kind of felt like my body starting to feel different and, and whatnot but like about it took me a while and actually we did a second dose and then that's really where
0: I that, that, went, <laughs>
2: went and deep um but yeah it, it I think it depends for everyone like a couple people were already having like deep experiences within the first 30 30 minutes right so i actually didn't have that kind of purge i like i don't know i think i just prepared myself really well for it and i mean you definitely feel at times you're like oh my god i could barf right now and then it like drops you back in and you're it's like a full roller coaster this
0: is so fun i can't wait to do this too i'm gonna do the ayahuasca journey with your friends after i do this wim hof (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, he's excited
1: because he can probably. He's just gonna fast. Yeah. all the way up until because he's a big faster.
0: Cool. So uh, for me, like it's just like one of the most ancient and uh, it's just it's a natural ancient remedy, right? For oh, and, and, and maintenance, totally. it's just incredible to me that you can just not eat for ten days and your body will be able to take care of everything it needs itself. to take. It's so smart. Right. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Wim Wim says like uh, after one of the sessions, he's like. Just lay down and let the body. The body knows what to do. Yeah, I is what he that. says. Totally. the body knows what to do.
1: Yeah, it does. I use that when it, you know, in yoga class when you're going to shavasana, just lay down. Yeah. The body knows what to do. Right.
0: It, well, it's when we allow ourselves to be um, tricked by either, you know, taking supplements or pharmaceuticals to block the actual repairing. Right.
1: And the trusting that you do know everything you need to know. Well, that's, that's that faith. that's the, thing, yeah, yeah. Too, that's the, yeah. the faith
0: like, particle. Most people
2: well number one they don't even know how to listen to their body Uh they don't even Mm -hmm. comprehend what that means and a lot of times it's just like little whispers you know and you gotta like okay what is that you know and the more i feel like the more like body awareness especially through the breath because it boom it looks so like it just gets your body going right you know then you can kind of start to pick up on that stuff and Mm -hmm. and really hone in but that's the thing. I think most people just don't even know. And, and we've been doing certain things or eating certain things or taking certain drugs for so right. long that it's like, that's just.
1: And giving our power away, right. give our power away to the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical industry or right. our doctors or whatever it is, you know, instead of listening, I always say your body knows exactly what to do. If you don't listen, it talks to you. Yeah. If you don't still don't listen, it talks louder. Yeah. That's when things start to get worse. Yeah. Right. If you stop listening. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So I love coming back to the Wim Hof. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that it's it's three part, right? It's it's breath, it's mind, and then the benefits of the of the cold. cold yeah, yeah. So the benefits of the cold are are um, scientifically proven. There's right. amazing benefits for the body. Now, the mind stuff, that's r- very challenging, but it puts you back in charge, right? Okay. It's going back. You, you are an X-man.
0: <laughs> yeah. So
1: it's giving you, yourself the power. And then the breath work, similar to pranayama, which pranayama is not a, it's not a beginner practice. Pranayama should be done very carefully mm. because I think of all of this power that it unleashes. It yeah. detoxifies. It gets rid of things. There's a release. It's energy so movement. Of,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And and so correct me if I'm wrong. Pranayama is uh, the, the basic structure of kundalini um, breath work, right?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of different pranayama. Okay. Yeah. A lot of different breath te- techniques. But, you know, they're not. They shouldn't be done just off the bat, like reading a book and, and yeah. doing it. And they should be taught. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's something probably where the Wim Hof breathing should be taught, yeah. not just reading about it and, and jumping into it. Which is what something I do. With some earlier, guidance. Yeah. Because you're extreme.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, uh, Yeah, extreme for sure, but also excited. And when you're in, like, when you're resonating with things like this, you get really excited. You yeah. just want to try it. It's just a, it's a human thing. It's just yeah. like, oh my gosh, there's this new thing. So my new thing is. That one's out to max. So my new thing is, is, yeah, I just heard about this. And then you want to give it a try because a, your it's your body. It's your, uh, scientific lab, if you will, yeah to experiment yeah. with, you know? So yeah. like, Oh, I wonder how this is going to make me feel. And of course for me, it always comes to a place where how is this going to improve everything yeah. in my existence? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: And that's a cool thing. I think that's a cool way to look at it is, you know, this is your lab and you can experiment with it. And I mean, that's,
0: and it's my lab. And then that's my power, right? My power is to, yeah, no, I don't want to just follow the protocol of get old, get sick and die. Right. I want to do the opposite of that and get healthier and get better while I'm getting older. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: So on my week three, I shared the, um, part that I had a breakdown, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. but it consistently got better. And I think, you know, we, we talked before we got on the podcast, we talked about how, you know, it's not about the ego and what does Wim Hof say?
2: No ego, we go.
1: No ego, we go. So my whole thing was, oh wow, I'm seeing I'm seeing progress. Yeah. So as the days went on, I got more and more excited to do it. Mm. So I think as a beginner doing it, it's yeah. good for me to to log it down and see this. Yeah. Because I got out of my you know pity party and I was seeing progress and I was feeling good and so I was excited to do it. Right. So that's I think part of the mindset. Yeah. Once you become more advanced in it and you don't you don't have a breakdown when you have to take a cold shower, I think your mind is already um, more tuned. And mm-hmm. stronger, and yep. then you can let go of the numbers, right. right? Is that?
2: Yeah, I mean, the I think the numbers are a great, like, way to find a baseline, and then mm-hmm. to see improvement, like you said, and that keeps you going. Um, right.
0: It's accountability, and it's like, oh, yeah. okay, okay, I want to, I want to make sure it's that I like show progress. up the next day. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: But don't get stuck on progress mm-hmm. because a lot of people actually midway through the course, they end up seeing like a decline, mm-hmm. you know, like peaks. And then all of a sudden it'll go down and they're like, freak out. Why are my yeah. breath retentions only a minute and a half when they were three minutes of two weeks ago? You right. Know?
1: And, yeah, mine were all over the place, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah.
2: and a lot of it is where's your mind at the time? Like, mm-hmm. are you like fully in it or are you out thinking about something else or maybe you're, there's something going on and that's kind of what I use it for. Like I still check in on my times just to see where I'm at and you know, maybe someday I'm only holding my breath for a minute long or a minute and a half and I'm like, okay, what's going on? Right. There's something going on in my body. Maybe I'm sick. It's like a good little biomarker for for checking in.
0: Instead of like an ego, it's more of awareness. It's just right. like okay, well, let me pay attention to this because right. something's going on, totally. and I, I, I want to, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm mindful yeah. of it.
2: And I feel like that's maybe one thing that's missing is kind of the explanation of why you're timing yourself right and not to like mm-hmm. use it as not the ego thing because i definitely got to the point where i was like looking and i would be pushing myself <laughs> looking at my watch okay i got 20 more seconds like
1: until i beat bleh, my last time you know, and I'm, like, Dude, hanging on.
2: so <laughs> yeah. you know i i feel like yeah just don't don't let that happen and don't
1: be attached to the right. don't be
0: attached yeah. to it exactly. i'm so glad hearing that and in going into week four tomorrow yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. And I do like how you reflect on after your experience every day yep. because that gave me the awareness of okay, well, my numbers were lower. However, like you said, it goes back to what was going on. Yep. Some days I would fit it in because I was busy all day. Right. I'm like, I got to get this done today. So I'd fit it in in between being at the studio or whatever I had yeah. to do. And so my mind was, it was just t- kind of to get it done so I could check it off. So and, I wasn't as present. Right. So I think that. Was, mm. And
2: yeah. depends on the time of day, too. Like, I mean, most of the time I do my breathing and stuff first thing in the morning. But I found that if I do it later in the day, my body's already tired and I've already kind of like been through the whole day that I can just let go a lot more and I go a little bit deeper. And that's when I get like a lot of the more physical feelings. Like, I don't know if you've got felt like
0: the Mm tetany or
2: yet, but it's like, Oh yeah. They call it T-Rex hands where your hands (laughs) kind of cramp up and you get like this. I, I
0: just have to lay down at that point. Yeah. Like I really, I just,
1: yeah, I remember you had a really profound experience yeah. at yeah. that point. Yeah.
2: And and that's all the chemistry changing in your body uh, that's right. a whole other thing. But um but yeah, I mean that for me that's I found like I would kind of almost go a little bit deeper in the in the evening I my body was ready to let go. You know, I could just drop <sighs> Interesting. in all Right. so that would be something to play with. Try try different times of the day. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. Like, and and I definitely like notice if you're on an empty stomach, it's better, it's better. right? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that too.
0: Well, my, uh, like Melanie just mentioned the super profound, um, experience I had was at the third day of a fast, mm. um, off of a three day fast. It was the last one. That's the one that hit yeah. really hard. So I can't wait to actually take this fasting and this Wim Hof breathing and mm-hmm. incorporate it together. Um, and I'm talking a big one, like maybe like a 10 day fast. Wow. And then go into this, you know, into whatever week I'm about to go to and see what that changes in the um, right. lab, if totally. you will. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bio lab. Yeah.
1: So, if anyone wants to take some of your workshops or find out more about you, I'm going to put your website in our. Cool. It's um, weareboundless.life. Right. Very cool website. I like the whole the graphics name. of it too. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it explains a lot about the Wim Hof method. Cool. Um, so, where can they find you?
2: Um, my website, uh, Instagram, is Reese Peluso, R-E-I-S-P-A-L-U-S-O, um, on Facebook as well, same thing. Um, awesome. You do
1: workshops at Gather Yeah, Encinitas. I do workshops
2: at Gather in Encinitas once a month. It's typically the first uh, Saturday of the month. Um, I think June and July are the second Saturday of the month. Uh, it's about a four-hour workshop. We go into... We do two breathing sessions, we go into the science, uh, do some other kind of fun, fun stuff, and then kind of culminates with the ice bath. Um, oh, we're
0: doing this, Mel. Yeah. <laughs> we're definitely going to sign up for this workshop.
2: And then I do one-on-ones <laughs> as well. And then kind of my, like I said, I have a group that comes over on Sundays to my house. We've been doing it for eight or nine months now. And, uh, but to come to that, you either have to take one of my workshops or another Wim Hof workshop right. Right. just mm-hmm. so you're, everyone's kind of on the same page and can step in and just go for it. Right. for a while before I did that, it was every week there was new people coming and it would just kind of turn into an instruction time and don't want to waste anyone's time. Everyone just wants to get there and get right. get, the, get, the, get into the juicy stuff.
0: Right. Yeah. Um,
2: but uh, <laughs> But, yeah, and so that's kind of what I have going on at the moment. Yeah. You got a lot going
0: on. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm so impressed with uh, what you're doing and how you're contributing to this movement of, um, understanding that we can achieve more health than we thought we could yeah. prior to this. And that, that to me means everything. I mean, this is the reason why Melanie and I started this podcast and this rebel and muse brand is It's just to let people know that a, they're, they're not alone and we can actually, as, as people help each other to figure out new things to, to keep what's the most, probably the most important thing in my life, which is your health, optimal health. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's so fantastic. So, um, just thank you. Yeah. Just yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for being here and thank for you for your that.
1: offer of if we need any motivation or advice via yeah. email during our 10-week program. Totally, really and anyone else that. out
2: there who, you know, hit me up. I'm happy to, Very cool. happy to share experiences or tips or whatever you're looking for. Um, you know, I'm always learning, too. There's a lot yeah. of so awesome people out there. <laughs> yeah. so, so we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, happy to help wherever I can, and, and I'm blessed to be a part of the journey with, with Wim and his family and, you know, just feel honored to share this stuff. I love it. Like I just talk about it for all all day. You know, it's like most of my workshops have gone over four hours. So you can tell I kinda of geek out on it. Um but yeah, it's it's profound stuff and, and can like I said, it changed my life for the better. And um, you know, I'm confident it can for anyone. And, you know, it's like I'm not the only one who can do this stuff. I it's funny, I tell people all the time, like I think anyone could go climb that mountain in Poland. I actually know anyone could go climb that mountain in Poland. It's not just me, you know, so we all have it in us. It's just believing it and actually going and doing it.
0: Yeah. Tapping into your own mind and the strength of who you really are. Yeah.
2: Yes. X-Men unite.
0: X-Men. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. All right. Everyone out there, we are starting week four tomorrow.
0: All right. Enjoy your Mondays. Aloha.
1: Peace.